we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient Are you about to, to the, Christ. Uh, Mighty Message Monday. I struggle to to comprehend if we don't, how if we don't do it, do you do it. would just you know willy nilly sort of uh, say, hey, yeah, this is the God I like. I, I'm gonna just serve that God. But I want hey. to know if it's true, man. I, I want to understand the truth. You can edit that out, right? He won't, he won't be here next episode. Hey there, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to another episode of TrueDiscussion.com. I don't know why I was going to say that. Welcome back to the True Discussion Not podcast. Yeah, bro. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, it's the only podcast in the world where we can discuss anything with anyone. And we know if it's true or not because we stand on that word of God. My goodness. Every time. We are your hosts. Once again for another week, I am Joseph M. Dobbs, and I am. <laughs> would you believe it if I told you? I am joined by the very soft, the ladylike, the tender, the womanly, the feminine. What the heck, man? <laughs> what is going on? Christopher Douglas. Bro, what do I got to do to get like a good intro? What do I got to do? That was do? good. I was trying. No, no, no. Yes. That was, if you were trying, that was bad. Then please don't try Then please again. don't try anymore. Don't quit your day Like what's job. it going to take, man? Like what, what do I got to bribe you with? How about like a good <laughs> intro, man? Like a qu- high quality. Oh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you're kind of hurting my heart on air, but whatever, man. Uh, that's fine. You know that that's yeah, freaking bully. I hope you feel good, dude. Okay, I know you're joking, but sometimes it hurts. Wow, that's <laughs> <laughs> who's the soft one? <laughs> who's soft? I just I had a bad day. Okay, all right. <clears throat> well, Chris, I'm just kidding. You're the manly. The... No, no, no. You're not gonna no. <laughs> You don't get to do that now. Okay. Man, you said you had like a surprise topic for me, and I have a surprise topic for you, but we didn't know how to kick this episode off. I actually Mm. forgot what I was going to ask you. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah, what are we talking about anyway? I have one because I want to talk about it, but... Oh, I remember now. Okay, that figures. Anyway, go. Go. Who's going first? No, I... Okay, I wanted to say this to you. Um, I... So I have this this side hobby that I'm sort of building onto it. At any rate, I'm not ready to yeah to uh, make that a, a jazzercise. Yeah, whatever. No, that's not what it is. But <laughs> so anyway, there's this individual that I kind of follow or have begun to follow a little bit uh, as this as this thing is unfolding, and okay. so I, I realize that so he did a podcast. So he started a podcast, um, but. I think there was only like eight episodes and that was like last year. Okay. And so I, I, it got me thinking that I was, I like, it makes me praise God one. And then also I'm super thankful to have such a good friend in you that like, this is something that we talked about for a period of time before, before doing it. And I feel like we've gone through this process of, or we went through this process and, and really are still going through it, I guess, of, of trying to, to do this thing in an effective manner, you know, in terms of ministry and, and reaching people and, mm-hmm. and engaging people and, and all of those things, man. And, you know, we're, we're just, just starting out on this journey, but I am, I'm so thankful that I, and I don't even know where we're at as far as the episodes. I, it's gotta be over. It's over 30. I just don't, Yes, yeah. I don't, I don't know where, and, and it really doesn't matter, but I feel like I'm just so thankful that, that we have been able to keep going and, uh, 
and I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else, man. And I mean that. Like this, this is 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 fun. And you know, the whole th- the thing is, is that it hasn't really changed any of the dynamic of our relationship, right? I know. Thank you. You know God. what I'm saying? Like that. And and I guess not that I would anticipate that it would but, or anything like that. But but it happens. But it could happen. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I'm not. I don't know. I mean, that's that's a moot point. I'm just saying, like, I still enjoy talking to you, even on the phone. Outside, and, and we, right? we yep. flesh all that. We flesh it out, you yep. know, and record it oftentimes as well. But, like, there's a lot that still goes on behind the scenes or, or just in our daily lives. And so, mm-hmm. man, I'm so thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the listeners that, that do engage. And, you know, the people that we've been able to have onto the podcast – like what a joy it's been to be able to do this thing that that we're passionate about that we enjoy and and you know our our chief end is to bring God glory. So um man that that's that was my thing. Dude, no, that's good. Uh gosh, I feel awful now for the thing that I want to talk about. So I'm gonna just gonna get there's no way to say it, so I'm just gonna say it. Um Chris, you're fired. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. That- <laughs> uh dude, it is awesome, man. Brother, I love you. This is fun. There is no one I'd rather be doing this with. But I'm also uh, agreeing with you in that none of this has become, quote-unquote, work, right? Yeah. Where we're stressed and we're like, hey, I don't want to talk to you. Like, our right. friendship is taking it. No, we still, like, the mics that people are listening to, these episodes, this is a scratch of the surface of what we still continue to talk about in our private lives. Yeah. Um, And I also like a point you brought up. Man, there's been um guys I like. And I, they're same thing. They tried to start a podcast and I look and I'm like, whoa, this was three years ago. And they haven't made a new episode. That's weird. I wonder what happened. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a blessing that we're still going, still going. Yeah. <laughs> for whatever God, reason, right? you know, just, uh, we enjoy it, man. It's good. Um, okay. I, I don't know how to bring up the topic I want to talk about, but <clears throat> let me just warn everyone. It's brand new to me. Um, so I definitely don't have the answers because I have a lot of questions. So I'll just I'll kick it off, man. Do I'll, you want me to give you all the answers, or do you want yes, me to like yeah. lead you along? <laughs> you could. How would you like me to interact with this? If you could flesh this one out for me, this would be I'd very much appreciative because I have a lot of questions. Um, and I don't even know why it came up. No, yes, I do. Yes, I do. I was watching like a ten minute clip of a sermon, so I'm sure I'm missing context. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, but if I could ask you, Chris, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, go ahead. It's totally fine. Okay, yeah, here we go. Um, when Christ is on the cross and he calls out, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Mm-hmm. Can you explain to me what, what that means or, or what's going on there? Did the father really abandon him? Did the father turn away? I've heard many takes on that. Sure, yeah. Today I learned something. I was like, now, what I'm about to say might sound uh, kind of outrageous, mm-hmm. but I feel like what I thought I knew is not necessarily how it should be taught because mm-hmm. I read something else and I was like, huh, there's something bigger going on. Okay. I, can't, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. I want, I'm, I'm curious. To, I, to I guess learn. can we give the audience, like, what's our knee jerk? Like, what has that phrase? What has that sentence been taught as? Well, that God turned away. Yeah, that's right? what yeah. I I was taught. Like he, well, he became sin, so the Father could not bear to look at him anymore, and turned away for that moment. Um, you'll have to show me a verse that actually says that mm-hmm. first, right? Sure. To be fair, um, and so you know, you could pull any kind of lesson from that. So here's where I'm going because I'm not fully denying that that's not the case. 
but, and maybe some of you guys already know this and you're going to roll your eyes at me, but I did not know. So I was like, man, I want to do, I want to read that passage. So I look it up and I'm reading it and you know, my little notes are like, well, yeah, that the, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me is the start of Psalm 22. And we know how many times did Christ reference Old Testament stuff? A lot. A lot. A ton. And I didn't know that. I was like, oh my gosh, well, I guess I better read Psalm 22. And so if you do, man, Psalm 22, I mean, it begins, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? And to the listeners, check out Psalm 22. Oh my gosh, read it because it describes uh, what's going to happen, what's going to take place. And that we will be justified in the end, like because of his work. And in that, this crying out for God, because it seems awful. So again, I just found this out today. So my brain is going, well, wait a minute. So is, is, did the father turn away from Christ? Because I cannot find a verse that says that. Or was Christ referencing, because he did all the time. Was that part one of part of his last little things to do when he was on the cross, referencing, hey, idiots, check out Psalm 22 because I just fulfilled that as well. It talks about putting him on the cross, that his friends would not be there. He would only be surrounded by enemies, that they would uh, split up his garments, that they would cast lots, that uh, it, it, it just describes what would take place. And so is he, is in, in him saying that line, is that his way of saying, I'm referencing scripture? Yet again, that I fulfilled, it was clear as mud, and you guys didn't see it coming. Hmm. And that's the start of that psalm. So, also, I ha- here's, here's what ran through my head. Whenever you're in a football stadium or big sports arena, and you hear, I don't know if you can hear it on the mic, but if, if you hear like, oh, yeah. what do you do? You, you immediately start, because you know what's going to come next. Right, yeah. Uh, that's how a lot of this stuff was for the Jews. Like if you started the first line, you knew it was coming next. Sure. And so that's what he did. He said the first line of Psalm 22. It was a gigantic reference. So now my brain is asking a million questions. So am I wrong in thinking that the father, it's not because the father abandoned him. He's making a reference. And that's where I'm at. I don't have answers. I just learned this today. So. Well, I am going to disappoint you because I have no answers. Okay, yeah, I mean that, it's, that's interesting. I guess I didn't, I didn't realize that either. I, I didn't. I, I at, at all the times, and it's probably not as many as my mind's making up. I've never heard Psalm twenty two attached with that. I have always heard it taught. It's awful. He was in agony, and he screamed out, "Why did the father abandon him?" And then I've always heard this kind of a lesson that's read into that part you know we man we fill in the gaps and say well maybe the father turned away because he became sin or or, you know fill in the blank and i don't want to throw that out because maybe there is a passage that backs that up but i'm just saying i didn't know this was a reference to 22 to me that makes it a uh, more fuller picture that i didn't know what was going on and so that's where i'm at today kind of stumbled upon that (laughs) no i feel like that's, that's good stuff man thank you chris that's really good stuff. I I don't I feel like I'm gonna need to get into the, to study on that. I'm kind of I'm uh, trying to skim through Matthew Henry's uh, commentary on Psalm or no uh, when the Christ is calling out Matthew uh, yeah. twenty seven forty six because it's only in uh, Matthew and Mark. yeah and he in his first uh, 
he says when he he borrowed his complaint from mm-hmm. Psalm 22, it is not not prob- probable as some have thought that he repeated the whole psalm, yet hereby he in in intimate oh gosh darn it in intimated gosh yeah what the, i don't even know what that word is <laughs> more learning uh, all the, kinds of stuff that the whole was uh, to be applied to him and david <clears throat> in spirit there there spoke of his humiliation and exaltation mm-hmm. this and that other word uh into thy hands i commit my spirit uh he fetched from david's psalm though he could have expressed himself in his own words to teach us that to teach us of what use the word of God is to us, uh, to direct us in prayer, to recommend us to use the scripture ex- as expressions of prayer, which she will help our, which will help our infirmities. Anyway, I, I can go on, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you don't want to hear me stumble over that. No, I mean, I'm going to have to study that, man. That That's good stuff. It's something I came across. and I was like, gosh, I wish I had more time. Cause I, I just hadn't heard that, mm-hmm. that it was attached to Psalm 22 and, I'll be darned. That kind of makes a lot more sense in my here. Okay, here's what sounds awful. Um, because if I'm in error, I I I want to be corrected. Okay, so let me just say something out into the air, mm-hmm. and people just people listening to this don't like don't be like Ugh! like don't be concerned, but just I'm I'm wondering stuff. Okay, so I can't help but confess whenever I was told, well, yeah, the father did abandon him, like he was he turned away in that moment. Like, part of me always went, that's not right. Like, something about that doesn't line up with me. Hmm. Now, I could be an heir. I, I don't, I'm, who, it is not on me to judge the father or the son or the work on. Well, I, I, I'm sorry. Right? I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want to uh, blaspheme God. I don't want to say what he did was wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But whenever I heard that, I couldn't make sense of it. So what did I do? I would, I lean on his understanding, not mine, mm-hmm. right? I don't go, wow, you big bully, therefore you can't be a loving. I never did any of that. That's not what I did. Sure. I just, uh, it felt like I had holes in my, my process where I'm like, huh, how, I, okay, because I've heard non-believers ask this. Well, if he abandoned Christ on the, on the cross, what makes you think he wouldn't abandon you? Okay. I've heard that. Sure. Okay. Well, this is where I'm at. Okay. I never <clears throat> have thought that. Sure. Okay. So uh, there's a lot of things running through my mind. One thing is that Jesus said it, so I I feel like my approach to Scripture is going to be the most literal. What I don't want to do is sort of allegorize that and right, say that— Because right. I think it's a good point to say, hey, point back to, yes, I just fulfilled, because there was a lot of times that Jesus did that. Yeah, yeah um, big time. I, I want to take that as, as literally God turning away from him. Because let's think about this, uh, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by— Everyone the word out of every mouth of God, yeah. Right. Okay. So Jesus' whole his whole ministry, his whole ministry was was to please God, right? Like he's he reiterates that and reiterates that and reiterates that. You don't see anything the Son does that the Father does not do. Right. right? If right. you have seen me, you have seen, the, seen father, the Father. <laughs> right. So all of these things. <clears throat> think of what would be the most agonizing thing to Jesus to be rejected by God. So, so the fact that he says, why have you forsaken me? I think he literally means that. I think that, that God literally 
and and again, where you're you're right. Well, what does it say? He turned away. Well, I I don't know that he turned away, but to say why have you forsaken me? Mm-hmm. I think that that is literal, and I think that that is the most agonizing thing to Jesus because his only desire was to be pleasing to the Father. That was it. I do nothing on my own accord, right? Like, that was his whole ministry. That was that was his heart in everything he did. Mm-hmm. And so, so I I don't know. I guess I I I think it's worth a study for sure. That's oh, for interesting sure. stuff. Because I agree with everything you just said. It. Sounds good and it feels good, but I don't have a passage saying that that is what happened. Well, Jesus says it, though. Where? He says, why have you forsaken me? Right. <laughs> but that's a reference to Psalm 22. Uh, oh, see, see, that's, see, that's but, the problem I have now in my head going, So well, wait a when minute. Jesus says that he's going to return on the clouds... Yes. He's he's referencing Isaiah. Does that right. mean that and he's so not going to do that? That's where I'm at right now. I'm not dismissing it. Sure. But my brain is going, huh. I don't have a passage that says that, but I have him referencing. So, hold on. Y- you you could still be correct. Sure. He can be doing two things at once. Sure. Referencing. Yes. Therefore, it's a revelation in front of everyone going, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, he is the one who is starting Psalm 22. It's literally him screaming. Right, what? sure. Yeah, that could be true too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I... I'm just saying I, this is all happening in my head today. Sure. <laughs> No, I I so, no, I feel like that's good. And what um, is Isaiah, Isaiah 52, 54, something like that where uh by his wounds we are healed. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. You know that, yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. which I guess I don't know why I'm bringing that up. Jesus didn't say that. Well, but oh, I mean, sorry. it's about him, right? But yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of that yeah. stuff in the Old Testament that yeah, is, absolutely. is is certainly that's what I say to him. I don't want anyone to knee jerk like, whoa, be concerned no, about Joseph because I've I'm never asking thought questions. About uh, I'm not saying uh, that it's not what you just said. I'm not saying that. Sure. I'm just going, huh? Yeah. I didn't know there was a reference I've to Psalm 22. I, I could definitely be wrong. No, so. but I think that you're, I think you're, you're the point you just made though about it. Two things can be true at the same time. Sure, yeah. he, it he could have been him. He could be referencing that, and I think that would make the most sense, right? right? Um, well, because he he did that all the time, referencing something that was like, by the way, dum dums, that's me. That scripture's talking about the Old Testament. I mean, he clearly would reference something that was a, a foretelling of him, dude. So. How freaking awesome though is is Jesus? Right? Like I know. He's it, on the cross. This is when he looks at John and he says, Hey, oh listen, my gosh. this is my mom. Take care, mom. Yeah. This is your mom now. Oh right? my gosh. The thief on the cross. Yeah. And now a teaching moment. Yeah. Oh my goodness. He just never stopped. He oh never stopped. Oh my goodness. That's freaking awesome. It's it's and, and so you know, I can't help but understand or um want to understand the physical aspect because of what he is going through, mm-hmm. what it took. At that point, to even speak, let alone breathe, right? You know, yeah. So, and then it's like, what do you have to say? You, you don't beg for water. You don't beg f- to let me out. You say a reference to scripture. Like, right. what? I, I can't Man, make sense of that. That's awesome. So, I'm in no way am I like, I don't know. I just don't want people to be like freaking out. I'm all I'm saying is I stumbled across that. I want to know what that means. The reference to Psalm 22, mm-hmm. and and it's it's inch, dude. We've talked about this. How fun is it when you see a connection in Scripture? Oh, sure. When you see a callback or a foreshadowing or something mm-hmm. completed, it, I, I, it jacks me up. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And so that, that's one of them, man. Well, you probably have to look at, like, the 13th word on the second page. <laughs> the fourth, of the, yeah. Of what edition? <laughs> like, dude. Um, 
I guess I can't help but ask another couple questions. So if the father did turn away or abandon, whatever the word used there is, uh, then when did he turn back to him? When did the father come back? Like, those are the kind of questions I have. But I don't, I don't feel like we get that in Scripture either. Well, I mean, the fact that he was he rose again, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that maybe that is when, right? Because I don't know if you... Nope, never mind. Not gonna. What? Go. No, I... No, that's fine. Wow, dude. No, because I, I, it's, it's a total rabbit trail. Hmm. Um, but I'm looking something up. So. Yeah, I see how it is, man. I see how it is now. Well, no, I just, I, I enjoy doing that. And so, everyone listening to the podcast, you're just literally hearing my thought process out, out loud. I wish this had been days in the the work, and and I had a better answer for you. But I don't know. To the listeners, brothers and sisters, maybe you you have. Some insight I don't. Uh, I hope you do, because I want to hear from you. Psalm 22, Christ referencing while he's on the cross, is he simply saying, this is being fulfilled, you dummies, and I told you who I was? Or uh, is it where two things are true at the same time, and he's doing that, and the Father did literally turn away? Um, But then, like I said, I got a whole bunch of questions with that. When does he turn back? Uh, I I don't know. Just, Just fun stuff to geek out about. Know what well, I mean, I mean the, the Greek word is, you know, to leave behind. Yeah. Right. Abandon, desert, uh, leaving straits, mm-hmm. leave helpless, uh, totally abandoned, un- utterly forsaken, to leave behind, uh, among, to leave surviving. So, yeah. I don't know. Cause, uh, but then my brain also goes, well, why is he surprised that the father left him? I mean, doesn't he know all? So if we're reading it literally, I guess I'm in my head it doesn't make sense why Christ would call out, why God, why God, why did you forsake me? Mm-hmm. He should have known it was coming. There's just a bajillion questions. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I think I, that you make that's an excellent point in itself. Um, he would have known. Um, gosh, I don't know. I I, there, I I guess I just have to imagine, you know that. That is why he was sweating blood, right? Yeah, he knew what was. You know, I mean, yeah, that he was full well I, knew what was coming. Absolutely, that was something I learned on on Easter at. Uh, well, no, maybe it wasn't Easter. It was at some point Greg brought it up in a, in a sermon that sweating blood is actual. That's actually a legitimate medical condition. I've heard that based yeah. on like the extreme stress, stress and things yeah. of that nature. So. Um, because that's where he was, right? right. Garden of The Garden of right. So what happened there? Mm-hmm. Like it, it again. So it's there's so much being connected. Yeah. Right. That just it's wild. Like we think of the stress of <laughs> making wine. Think of the stress that this man mm-hmm. is going through. Right. In in the flesh, right? I mean. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's amazing stuff. Anyhow, it, and then, this is the kind of things we get joy out of, brothers and sisters, is geeking out over scripture, like. Reading it and studying it. Look, I'm sure someone right now is screaming, going, no, you dum-dum, it's this, and stop asking questions. I'm sorry. Like, I love asking questions about Mm -hmm. Scripture and going, man, what does it have to say? Because I don't want to read into the text. I want text to tell me what to think. Sure. That's my issues. I don't want to go, you know, when you say, no, I think he literally did turn away. Great. I wish I had a passage saying that. I wish we had a passage of when Christ came back and was like, hey— he did have to turn so away. You, you, so your issue would be that 
he or or not your issue, but your the implication of what you're saying is that you you I lean more to the side of it's probably just reference. That's where I would lean to right now. I see, and I I feel like I would I struggle with that tension okay. because I don't want because I think that there that is to me, and this is my opinion. That's a dangerous place to be because then it is yeah he said that but that's not what he meant. He said that, but that's not what he meant, right? Sure, Just like, yeah, yeah. you know, the son of man will return in the same way that he goes, you know, because there are, he was like, just all, referencing, but know, that's not what he meant. All mill folks yeah, or yeah. post mill folks that will say, well, yeah, Ooh. he said that, but that wasn't what he meant. Gosh, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's why I, I would struggle with that just simply because I, I want to take Jesus for what his words mean sure. for what he's yeah. saying. Amen. And I agree that yes, he absolutely was referencing because that's we know, it's clearly we know a reference. That. Yeah, it's clearly a reference. <laughs> we can find um, in scripture. And so, <clears throat> I like, and I think that makes great sense that mm-hmm. he's referencing, as in, this is the fulfillment of that. Like, I'm keep saying, looking, the, yeah, like I'm. It's right here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Search the scripture. Well, no, I mean, I shouldn't say I lean more to one side because I am with you. Uh, he's saying the words, and then read the rest of Psalm. You'll see that, like, well, that all happened to him and is happening now. So maybe he is the one. He is the person crying out, "My God, My God!" in Psalm twenty-two. So yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all about that too. But you I'm do just make, curious, listeners. Sure, good you make a good point though. Like, why have you? Well, you know why. Right. So why are you asking that? But unless again, it's a part of the reference, right? And so also, uh, maybe people don't nerd out like we do. Uh, I certainly didn't years ago. I would probably read that and and go, "Oh, that's a reference. Oh, no big deal." Well, not today. I don't do that. I go, oh, it's reference. Oh man, now I have a thousand questions. Right. I'm just curious. Well, but there's many times too throughout the process. It's like Jesus will say that this took place to fulfill yep. scripture. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like there's no. We would look at that and almost say, well, that's trivial. Right. Whatever that situation mm-hmm. would be, that's <gasps> trivial. You know. Uh, but but at the same time, he is saying no. The word of God is so uh, valid that it, when there was this, these prophecies, it has to be fulfilled. This done in this way for this right, reason. Right. So. Um, so I had a thought, and I, it, I probably shouldn't be doing this on the air, but just trying to convince myself one way or the other. So uh, I'm trying to remember the timeline when he does, when Christ crawls, call, when Christ calls out, uh, you know, my God, my God, why oh, forsake me? Uh, the problem, I guess, with my theory of it just just strictly being referenced is that that assumes he is saying that to a crowd who would understand that reference. But may I think on this timeline, uh, it's just Roman soldiers around right now. I don't right. I don't know if anyone is around that would get that reference. Oh, I don't know, man. That's I a feel good like question. There was probably a pretty good crowd. A couple yet? So I I don't know. I have no idea. That makes a difference. Right, sure. if it was only a reference and there's no one to get the reference, hmm. then it can't be just a reference. Right. Hmm. I think I'm sure there was I, a mixed yeah. bag there. Right? Yeah, it probably was. I don't know. I was just trying to a- answer stuff. Gosh. Okay. So, well, we uh, figured everything out in that one. That was an easy topic, so we're gonna <laughs> move on. Uh, is that it? Do we want to move on to the the video? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Well, I actually, man, if if I I do I wanted to take a moment yeah. because there's a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on in our world. Um, you know, the the George Floyd trial or Derek Chauvin, I I guess, uh 
you know, that's that's over, you know, found guilty all three charges. You know, the the thing is is that man, that that is stuff that that is like that stuff trending in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Trend I hate to use that term, sure. but that's the truth. Um there's a lot of a lot of that stuff, you know, there's been several uh unfortunate incidents with uh, law enforcement, you know, and we've been we've been talking about those things and certainly that's stuff that that uh you know we've engaged in even on social media and so i i kind of man i i'm thrilled to be able to say you know what i'm not an expert on those things and um we need to be praying mm-hmm. right we need to be engaging yeah. um <clears throat> the lord in those things i actually uh talked to a law enforcement guy today uh probably for a good like half hour 45 minutes man and it was interesting cuz I I really wanted to get his take. I actually invited him on the show and he he couldn't I don't I don't actually don't even know if he could um do that. And I didn't think he could, but um I I went ahead and asked anyways. And so, but one of the the oh, okay. sentiment that I got from him really is just kind of like it it's tough. It really is tough to be in law enforcement right now because they're getting it from both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like they're in the middle and it's like a lot of these people um, have elected to do this because they're passionate about it. And law enforcement is something important to them. And, um, and they, they love that part of it, but you know, they're getting all this, this public pressure and heat, right. And, and just this almost assault on law enforcement. And then on top of that, you know, the uppers are not really backing them as much. And, and, you know, so it's almost like one of the things he said was like, it it's, it's sometimes it, it would be easy to just like look at it like any other job, just go clock in, do my time and sure. go home, you know, sure. that kind of thing. And, and uh, you know, so that struggle is very real for these folks because, because of the assault and that. And one of the things that he had told me was that, like they've, and he's with a rather, rather large agency and, um, 80 officers in the last year. Like that's, that's insane, man. And you know, he, it's tough, man. You know, cause I think his intention is to make a career out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's, it's getting tough. So, um, anyway, I don't, I don't want to take too much time you know i i'm thankful and i told him that i said man they're, yeah. they're they're i'm thankful for your service and i know that there's the majority of people are as well but you know and like he said yeah i'm sure there are but that's it seems like you know maybe the silent majority but yeah <clears throat> at any rate man you know we we've got to we've got to press in the lord man this is not uh you know in the gun stuff you know the i mean it's wild dude this is not a gun issue. This is not a police issue. This is not a race issue. This is a sin issue. Mm-hmm. All these, yeah, are, absolutely, right. And man. so, with that being said, man, like I'm thrilled to just say, as much as I would love to just geek out and talk about those things, I would much rather talk about Jesus. I would yeah. much rather um, engage in the Word of God, and I would much rather, um, you know, go through this video, which are some things on there that, that are pertinent because we live in a culture where, and we've talked about this many times where it's like post postmodern, man, truth is relative, you know, all this and that. And 
listen, the church is going to have to grow some roots. Yeah. Roots. And, and I'm saying that, that to the listener, the individual listener in your walk of faith, you have got to grow roots. You have got to grow in your ability to discern truth from a lie. You've got to uh, grow in your ability to mature right mm-hmm. because being led astray by by things that sound good or compromising on these things cuz you your your view is well does it really hurt anything or you know is it that big of a deal or to say you know i don't really see it that way but uh, you know different strokes for different folks right. no if it's false teaching it's false teaching yep. right yeah. and we've got to be able to call that out and it and it shouldn't ever be a matter of Okay, it's false teaching, but oh gosh, he's really a good guy, or she's really, you know. Sure. Stop. Stop making excuses. If it's false, it's false. If it's a lie, sure. it's a lie. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Right. In the church, I'm with you, man. Like, we need to start uh, leading, being rooted in the word. What does it say? And live that out and apply that. Well, because it's, it's coming, right? Like, persecution of the church is coming. Yeah, man. Suppression of truth is already here, okay? Uh, dude, I, I uh, well, this Sunday when I, I, I preached, I said that just for a moment. I said, um, basically, I was kind of calling everyone out. Me too, me, me too. Like, why do we have empty seats? Why are we not reaching people? Like, this, we're talking about souls, right? And that's me too. I can't throw stones and say, blame sure. it. Ever. Why do we have empty seats? And I said, Let's be real. We are not being persecuted in this country. And I said, meaning we're not going to be executed for spreading our faith. Yeah. Not yet. I said, but the, that will come. That yeah. day's coming. Oh, it absolutely. It will come. I hope not in my lifetime. Sure. I hope it's a long ways away, but it will come. Well, I think you, you would have to... This is the thing is there's probably someone listening to this saying, Oh my gosh, these guys are such conspiracy theorists. And no, all this and that. no, no, the writing is on the wall, right? I mean, there, there's ten, no you ten can't years ago, that. you could have called us conspiracy nuts, right? But stuff is happening now, right? That you would have made fun of 10 years ago, yes. It's it's coming, yeah. You would have said 10 years ago, right. no way that's right. gonna happen, right? Absolutely, and it, bro, it's happening, yeah. And like I said, how fast? I don't know. I hope it's. <laughs> thousand years from now because I, I don't want to i don't want to deal with it right i don't, right. don't want to sound chicken i just i don't want that to happen now what i want to preface to a, a little bit with the video is to say like look what we're in, intending to do is not to cause division or to uh you know critique you know to to backbite right. against one another's and this and that i mean that's that's not the intention the intention is to stand on the truth of the word of God and, and to help equip people, you mm-hmm. know, the listener to, okay, uh, that I need to be a little more critical when I hear these things. Yes. Right. So we're just trying to develop a muscle. It's interesting, man, because, uh, and we're all guilty of it where we hear a, a lie, uh, spoke, or we hear something twisted in scripture, we, whatever, a false teaching, mm-hmm. we're all guilty of where we hear something and we go, Eh, it's not really worth dealing with right now, or like wh- whatever. We make a thousand excuses. Sure, we just we are all guilty of it. Um, but man, we need to, we need to grow a pair. Like I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like stand on the word. Yeah. When we hear something that is against that, speak up. Sure, speak up. Yeah, I I, I don't know how else to make that clear. The, I feel like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to critique ourselves, but it, 
No, that's maybe not for the air. Anyway, <clears throat> what? Go well, ahead. Yeah, so yeah, we've it. had people on the podcast that yes. that and and so the intention of the the episode might be their story or whatever, yes. right? But there have been times where stuff has been said that that Just a I quick, know a quick I'm line. like, yep. I want to dig into that, but mm-hmm. that's not the point of the episode, and so I feel like I'd be a jerk to do that. Yeah. So is that what you're saying? No, we need I, to do, I, or what no, you, we've because we've talked about that where it's going, man. It's it's not the point, but um, we should we should stand on the word. If we hear something that goes against it, we should do. Well, pump, and I pump. wouldn't say that the guests we've had to have right, said, right. well. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they've go- it's necessarily gone against, but right. there's times where there's stuff that says like, wait a minute, wait, w- let's understand what did you, yeah, yeah. what did you mean yeah. by that? I think we should, I think we should okay. get better about pumping the brakes, going, huh, whoa, 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 before we move on, sure. you said this, yeah, let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, we got two hours. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, sure. and maybe people are rolling their eyes because we would never get anywhere. But sure, hey, we're gonna talk about the word. Okay, so we're gonna play a video. Um, uh. I don't know how, how to start this. I I was listening to this the other day, um, and there's a part. It's about middle of the video. We're going to play the whole thing. It's about 10 minutes, 43 seconds. Um, there's just a couple stories that are told, and I had a I had a problem with the stories themselves. I had a problem with how one of them responds. We're just we're going to talk about it. Maybe it's a waste of <laughs> everyone's time. I doubt it, though, because uh, it's it's good stuff, and it happens. These stories that are, are you guys are going to hear happen all the time. And so um, truth matters, brothers and sisters. When we hear stuff like this, what do we do? So a uh, little background information. The channel, YouTube channel that I'm going to play this video from is Ruslan KD, R-U-S-L-A-N-K-D. Now, a thing about him real quick is I noticed him about six months ago, kind of starting his own thing, and he was very small. And in my head, I, I remember thinking like, man, he's kind of, you know, he's one of those Christians that kind of, you would, okay, it took me a few videos to figure out he was a Christian. Because I was like, man, what is this channel? Is he trying to just be like a content creator, artist, or is he a Christian trying to start mm-hmm. something? I, I couldn't tell. And so a few videos, I'm like, okay, I think he is Christian. Um, but he has got a very, like, hip, cool take on stuff. So I said, man, I, I bet he's going to grow pretty big. Well, here we are six months later. He's 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 grown pretty big. Mm-hmm. And his guest that he has on is Mike Winger. He's a he's a pastor who's got a YouTube channel who's been, I think, doing it for like seven years. And he's just now getting up there. And so these it's these two talking. Now, nothing against them. But the stuff that's going to be talked about, just it 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 gets under my skin. Because I, I go, man, we need to know what's true and how you handled it. And there. So we'll probably share a link to the video if you guys want to actually watch it. We are just going to play it here and sort of go over it. So here we go. Bruce Long. One of the other areas that I thought you were extremely gracious in in terms of secondary issues was your your probably the video I shared most of yours was your Bethel video um, in that you were firm on your correction on stuff like modern day apostles and you know, uh, the the way they view some of their positions in terms of the charismatic stuff. However, you would never call them heretics or wolf in sheep's clothing, right? And I think that, that that's a... We- Isn't that the one that we had, like, right out of the gate the problem with? Or because or he talks about it a little bit more. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like, I think I was, like, I was listening to it, and I'm thinking, I would. Okay. I would, it, right? If you're a false teacher, you're a false you're teacher. You're a false teacher, yeah. why, why are we sugarcoating that? Right. Why are we doing that? Because and he tells him that he's like, yeah, you were gracious to not 
to not. But if you are a false teacher, you're a false teacher. But he he is commending him and saying like, look, you know, you were firm on your, you know, your stance of modern prophets, this and that. But you were, you never called them false teacher. Well, look, if that seems almost like I'm playing both sides of the fence, right? To say, well. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I I don't believe that there are prophets and this and that. However, so, but there's and so there's this group of people that are talking as right. if that's true, and then you say, but you're not going to call them a false teacher, call them out. right? No. Yeah, that's weak tea, man. Like, yeah. Uh, by the way, I should have told the listeners the title of the video is Bethel Tongues Charismatic with Seatbelt. So you know, we're going to talk about some spiritual gifts here. Uh, but that's what we're starting off with. He he's commending. Uh, Mike on this because he covered Bethel and he and you know Mike has his stance on uh, no modern uh, apostles is that what he said mm-hmm. um, but then not to call the, these other guys false teachers it isn't right to have your biblical stance mm-hmm. someone else has something contrary <laughs> how are we not uh, see that raises questions for me and sure, I feel like sure. it's just going to detract from the video but it's uh, it makes me wonder like okay well then what's what do you, what's the standard of a false teacher right is that I mean is that so that's her- heresy you know someone that is speaking another gospel or someone that is is speaking against what the the scripture clearly says right. is good right. right but then you you have this uh, not relativism, but this this something quite similar where the, these people are saying, no, 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 that's not what the word says, even though we would push back and say, no, Scripture is quite clear that that is not true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So because yeah. we the the last video that we did that the gal um, was talking about same sex unions right. and and that, and so we would say, no, no, Scripture is. Cl- cl- plain and clear that that is not okay. She is saying that is not how I understand scripture, but I am have no hesitation saying she's a false teacher right. because the scripture is clear. Now, her understanding of that might not be clear, mm-hmm. but that's not on me. That's on her, right? Sure. Yeah. Is that is that fair? Yeah, and man, no, I'm I'm with you. Uh, when we have a clear teaching in the Bible and someone's going against it, that's you're a false teacher, and especially if you're proclaiming that as truth to any individuals, one or a million, you're a false teacher. You're hmm. wrong when we have an answer on Scripture, in Scripture. Do you me. think that to say false teacher is to say uh, that's that's sort of a final, the final say? I mean, Scripture has a final say, but you know what I'm saying? Like, can that person be brought back from error? Oh, you know what? I feel like we did that in one of the episodes of, um, if I was teaching mm. and I said something and after church or whatever, you came up and you were like, Hey, you're wrong on this. It teaches clearly this. Would you call me a false teacher or was I, uh, inner false teaching? Right. Yeah. So where are we, where are we making that? I would say Dis- you're an error distinction, right? Yes. If if you if you have well, been corrected, oh, okay, they, okay. If you come up and you correct me and show me scripture, and I go, nope, I don't see it that way, and I continue to teach this lie. That's, yeah, false that's teacher. false teacher. Okay, I, yeah, that's I, fair, I, right? <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, we probably should do a study on. <laughs> let's let the Bible define it, because that's that was us figuring it out on our own. Sure, just okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, back see that enough in terms of engaging with folks that are a bit more charismatic that it's always 
their heretics, their false teachers, their wolves in sheep's clothing. That the t- tongues are pagan. Like I remember reading John MacArthur's study Bible commentary, and he reading through First Corinthians, and he's like, "Yeah, this was a pagan thing. It's demonic." And I'm just like, "Like how?" Just to be clear, he is mixing up what MacArthur is saying with um, what the Bible is saying. MacArthur is not saying the spiritual gifts of tongues is a pagan thing. MacArthur is saying what you practice to be tongues is a pagan at practice. Right. Okay. And yeah. See, he's not seeing it that right. way. Right. Yeah. Because he is a. That's a good point you make. Practitioner of uh, speaking in tongues. So he thinks MacArthur's wrong because he thinks MacArthur is saying all the, the gifts of tongues in scripture is pagan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not true. Not true. Oh, is this so wild? But in your video regarding yeah. Bethel, you were extremely gracious and not questioning their salvation and not questioning and not calling them heretics and false teachers, which is always thrown around loosely about everybody. This person's a heretic. It's always about a secondary issue. This person's a heretic. This person's a false teacher. This person's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I get, I get. Actually, he threw that in there real casually. It's always about second. Yeah, I was picking up on that too. Secondary right? issue. Secondary issue. Uh, I, I wouldn't say an abuse of the spiritual gifts is a secondary. That's pretty important. That, yeah, I would say that because you're talking about like emotionalism and all right. things like that. That is, to, to, that leads to false conversion. Right. To, yes, and that's where I was going. To say you have to speak in the tongues as a proof of salvation, that's, a, that's yeah. not secondhand. That's, yeah. that's primary. That's pretty important. Well, what would be a secondary issue? I think we just covered one, actually. Uh, Calvinism. What? Is that a yeah, secondary? Yeah. I feel like that's a secondary issue, yeah. right? Because we can we can f- argue about that in heaven, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, uh, dispensationalism, right. or not? I'm sorry. Gosh darn it! No, what am I? I'm not thinking. Eschatology. Sorry. Eschatology Dis- has dispensationalism different takes. Is right. Right. In eschatology. I apologize. Um, uh, but that would be a secondary issue, yeah, yeah. right? So he style he, of music at church, right? Yeah. Secondary issue. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So he is saying that your people are making these claims loosely over secondary, secondary issues. issues. No. I don't think anyone's okay. calling someone a heretic because they preach Calvinism. Calvinism. Or, okay. Or, okay. Is it possible? Is someone out there? Yes. Sure. I, I have seen Southern Baptists call Calvinism heresy. I, I have. Sure. They're overreacting. Right. It is a yeah, secondary yeah. issue. So maybe maybe he's right. Maybe he's right. Maybe, yeah. we're, maybe we just convinced ourselves. <laughs> maybe right. we're critiquing him. We shouldn't. He's on to something. Um, <laughs> well, I say he's wrong because the he's using the example of the spiritual gifts, right? And calling them secondary. Like no, I would people can tie that to to primary. And so, okay, <laughs> sort of backpedaled real quick. All that all the time. <laughs> that's 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 hilarious that you would get called that. So, in terms of secondary issues, the charismatic side, you believe in the gifts of the spirit, right? I, I believe in the gifts. Of, I call myself charismatic with a seatbelt. That seatbelt is the word of God, right? So I'm yeah, I'm all like for that. all of them, but I'm not going to jump out the window and just ignore <laughs> things the scripture is clear on regarding tongues or prophecies or all these different things. That's interesting because I would agree with him. Scripture's very clear about those gifts. And yet we're about to, we'll hear his story later on, his, uh, ex, his experience, gosh, I hate saying that, his experience with tongues and being charismatic. I feel like <laughs> just but to say, charismatic with a seatbelt and the seatbelt yeah. is the word of God. Like, what? I know. So I'm going to be as charismatic as I can within the boundaries of this right. seatbelt. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, have you seen a, a toddler in a seatbelt? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I I hated the analogy, but okay, sorry. Yeah, anyway, no, we're good. That's a pork. Can thing. you just share a bit of a, a bit of your heart in terms of extending grace on some of the more charismatic stuff, and that you're charismatic, but probably not as charismatic as people would assume when we use the word charismatic? Yeah. Well, let me tell you a story. Okay. True story. I love stories. When I was a when I was a kid, I don't tell too many stories for me being a kid <laughs> to protect some of the people involved, but um. But when I was a kid, I had a friend who their family took me to a, a, a very charismatic church, uh, a vineyard, and I, I loved it. I loved it. I was, I was like maybe 13 or 14 at the time mm-hmm. and just barely a new Christian, didn't know anything, didn't read, didn't read the Bible, didn't go to church on Sundays, except when my buddy and his family took me to their church. Mm-hmm. And they were charismatic at the time at the time, this particular church was charismatic with no seatbelt. So <laughs> they were trying to get the entire youth group, which is where I was attending, right? Get the whole youth group to uh, speak in tongues at the same time. Oh, they were gosh. trying to get you to twitch and shake. Oh god! They were trying to get you to pass out and fall over. <sighs> yeah. And here's the truth. I wanted God. I was sincere and totally ignorant of just about everything, mm-hmm. right? But I went to God. And I remember just thinking like, God, I want that. I want to speak in tongues. I want to fall over. Now, somebody would look at that crowd and they would think Mike's a false believer because Mm -hmm. he's part of this crowd with these weird practices going on. When I went up and got prayed for so that they, they, that I might pass out, they would have thought that's demonic. That's actually demonic. And they wouldn't know that inside of me was a genuine heart that really wanted to know God, Mm. totally ignorant, totally not paying attention to the Bible, never reading it. Uh, at the time, I was just like barely Christian, you might say, <laughs> and, um, or typical teen, <laughs> one or the other. And, and I remember going up and no, I no, I did not speak in tongues at that time. I got up and I, I stood there being prayed over. And I stood there for so long waiting to like pass out. And it was it took tons of courage just to get up there in the first place, right. And then the guy next to me who was like, you know, there's a guy guarding you, he's there to catch you, right? Maybe they'll touch your shoulder so that you'll know that they're there. And he just started sighing. He's like, <sighs> "It didn't He's work." He's like, "This is taking, this is taking way too long." And I started suddenly. I became very self-aware and embarrassed. And so I just checked to see if he was there. And then I just like, "Oh, you faked it! You faked it!" <laughs> and so then he lays me down on the ground. And I remember the story because he lays me down on a mic cable that's squirreling across the stairs, and it's going right over my cheek. And I'm laying there, and I'm. And I'm like, this is really hurting. It's like slowly burrowing into my skull, you know? And so finally, I, I, I do this. I don't know what to do. I'm so awkward here, right? At the same church, the first time they served communion, I thought it was a snack, uh-huh. right? They gave oh, communion. Gosh. I took the bread and just ate it. Yeah. And then I looked over and saw everyone still had theirs and was like, oh, no. Messed up. <laughs> so, so I don't know anything, right? And I'm yeah. laying there. And so I, I open my eyes and I quickly just like go. And I move over so I'm not on the, on the mic cable anymore. Yeah. But here's why I tell that story. I was, I was ignorant, yes, but I wasn't insincere. Mm. And, I, and I was in a relationship with Christ as baby as I was mm-hmm. and as clumsy as I was for years. I think that there's a lot of very sincere believers in very charismatic, even hyper-charismatic churches mm-hmm. that are just doing what they think they're supposed to do to try yeah. to be connected to the Lord and be, be near him. And I... I think that if you look at them like that, it makes a lot more sense than if you think that when they're speaking in tongues, that it's, it's devil's language or something like that. Um, They name the name of Christ. They've got the essentials of the faith. For the most part, they do. Even Bethel, I didn't see a false gospel in Bethel's teaching. Not that I'm aware of. 
I listened to, to prepare for that message, I listened to 60 hours of Bill Johnson's teachings. Okay, I did not hear a false gospel. Yeah. When he rarely spoke of the gospel, and it was rare, it was, it was sad how rare it was. But when he spoke of it, he spoke of the true gospel. Mm. So what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't want to take a non-essential and make it essential. Mm. And then I demonize a large portion of our uh, Christian brotherhood. I, I don't want to do that. That's good. So I, <clears throat> I sent that to you uh, one evening. I don't know. I, it might have been late in bed because I watched that. And I told Shay this, and she was like, "That's pretty judgmental," and it and it probably is. But I I I made it that far, and when they like laughed that he faked these quote unquote gifts, and I, I don't know why, like that bothered me mm. to find that funny. Now the situation is humorous. I I get it. Well, sure. That you you faked it and you landed on a cord on your face, and then you had to move. Sure. But it's not, and it sounds judgmental, I get it, but it's not funny to me that you, your conversion story is that you put on a big fake show and you know it. Well, uh, if I'm, if I'm being honest with you, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I begin, and I understand, I understand what you're saying because I, I, I tend to agree but I also feel like, okay, he was a teenage boy. Right. And if you've been around teenage boys, my goodness. Yeah. Right. He, he is telling a story to a friend and they laugh because I get it. The situation is sure humorous. Sure. But then we're about to listen to the other guy's story. And he very much believes that that's what happened to him. Then I really don't find it. Like, I, I guess I'm, I'm struggling to find it funny. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, not, I mean, it's a serious totally thing. Totally not the issue of the video, um, by the way. Right. I, I guess I I I like his sort of summary in that, you know, there are people that are genuine. Because I, I kind of, yeah, I mean, we yeah. almost, I almost wanted to say something at the beginning of, of kind of, before he even got to his story, just that <clears throat> I think that Joel Osteen is a false teacher. Yes. Okay. Um, but I would also openly admit that I believe that there have been people who have genuinely come to faith in Jesus Christ through his ministry. Yeah, I would say that. Absolutely. I I don't have any problem saying that. Now, where I get, and maybe we'll get into this a little while in in a bit, but my issue is not, it's kind of like the text I, I sent you today, right? <laughs> I sent oh. you this little video. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a funny thing sure. um, about, you know, I, I had a a task for an individual <laughs> that I had him, uh, had him do. And, and, uh, you know, it was, it was really kind of like, Hey, you know, this is what I want done. This is, you know, this is what you need to do it. Yes. Show me what you got. He showed me what he had and, <laughs> you know, and, and it wasn't great. Right, okay, my right. issue is not the level of skill. Okay, that's not my issue, right? Like that's funny. That's kind sure, of funny. Sure, sure, I get right? that. Right. My issue is is that you're you're willing to stay there. Mm-hmm. So my issue is not that you know you flopped on the floor and you faked it and this and that. That my issue is not. I mean, to some degree, sure, right? sure. That that you came to faith in this thing. Mm. That's not my issue. My issue is that you're willing to stay there. When you understand right, what the right. word of God says, right. because and, that is our responsibility to get into the word. Yes. yes. So, so, and, and like I said, I agree with my wife. It's probably really judgmental. I need to lighten up. Uh, I, I just, it, it, 
I'll confess, it just bothers me though to hear two two Christians r- laughing about that because it, by the end of the video, you're going to see what I'm talking about. That they both do claim these spiritual gifts. That they because Mike's going to say here about that he does pray in tongues once in a while, so they do believe in these. So in my head, then you are making fun of them, but you claim that you partake in it. Sure. That's what I re- wrestle did. I ever with. tell you about my story? Oh my gosh, no, no, have you? I do. I well, I've been in a similar situation. No, you faked it. A, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. What? Well, I went to this. Uh, it was a church up in uh, Federal Way, Washington, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a fairly big church. A friend had invited me, um, and I went to this. It was, and it was like throughout during the week, and so it was kind of an odd sort of like okay. church night. And I I didn't think anything of it. Like, why am I? And here? Uh, it was like you know if anybody wants to come up to and and receive some prayer or whatever. You know, we invite you up to the state. And I'm thinking, like, I think at the time, uh, maybe Isaiah was in the NICU or, or like, we were going through some hard times um, okay. as far as, you know, just because that's why I was up in that area as is we were probably up at, uh, you know, the hospital. And so I, I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, I totally need prayer. Like, I, I want to go up there. And this is really, I think I was probably a year or less into my into my walk. Okay. And so I was young, man, real young. And so I go up there and this guy, like I'm praying and I'm I'm like see, I'm seeking the Lord and this guy comes up and he says, "Hey, you know, just you know, just start start speaking in tongues, you know, and and um just just open your mouth and come out." And I I'm I'm super uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable, but I'm also like kind of like is it going to happen? Like, sure. Well, what happen? do I know? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Hey man, maybe this is the day. And, but I didn't fake it. Right. I, that wasn't, I, I'm not here to impress anybody. You know, I'm here because I want, uh, to petition the Lord for, for my need, but also like, I want to give God the glory and honor. And I'm not about to, to do that. Now the context is different that, because man. I wasn't a teenage boy. Sure, right? Like I was sure. a young man and And you were saved at that point? Yeah, I was. Oh, so. okay. Yes. yes. Like okay. I said, I was about a year into my walk. Oh, okay. So ma- about roughly. And so anyways. Okay. Yeah. No, no I, fake it. And I, I, no I should lighten up on the guy. Because I get it. He is telling a humorous situation story to a friend. Uh, right. I'll, and, and I'll, like you're it's a 14-year-old yeah, boy. Yeah, I'll like, pull the stick out. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> we'll we'll continue the video. I had a similar experience, except I actually fell out and it was real. Oh yeah, like full well, on. Tell me about it. I want, to, I want to hear. About so it. there was this apostolic church that my the uh. So I'm originally from Azerbaijan. I come came here as a refugee. I grew up in San Diego, and one of the only other families that moved from San Diego to Vista. I was with them. And they were extremely charismatic, like full mm-hmm. on the whole deal. And are, there you, was this, are you in Vista now? Yeah. We're like not that far from each other. We're, you're, you're in SoCal, right? Yeah, like Long Beach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in Vista. I went to high school in Vista. And so I go over there and I was a new Christian and I was believing, you know, going to church, the whole bit. And they they were, I mean, they were far end of the spectrum. And I was there and, she, you know, the, 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 the mom, and, and Angela, who I've known for years, decades, was like, hey, have you ever spoken in tongues? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, like, come on, you know? And I was like, what are you talking about? And so she's like, stand up. 
and we were in the middle of a Bible study. So I stood up and she started praying for me. I, I, it, it bothers me, whatever, maybe I need to loosen up, but I, I do hate that that's always a, um, concern that that's a question. Hey, have you ever prayed in tongues? Why are you asking it? Like, why is that your first question to me? Well, that's never been my first question to you, but... That's what the first thing you asked when I came to your Bible study at your apartment. Do you speak in tongues? Years ago, yeah. And then you started speaking and Spanish, I started speaking and I was like, man, that's so cool. What I don't, What's it, he saying? I, it always bothered me that that's like, there's this emphasis on that. That you that you would even go up to anyone and ask that anyhow. Is that a... Le- my stance obviously is no, because that's not even a thing that's taking place. So why is that something we're putting an emphasis on? Right. Like, what are you, are you born again? Like, are you, right. you know, have you been baptized? Are how long you, have you been in Christ? Like, right. I want to know all Christ? that stuff. Like, what, what is the Lord putting on your heart? In What's your favorite ministry? book of the like, Bible? What, like, yeah. there's so much more I'd rather talk yeah, about sure. than, hey, tell me, can you speak in tongues? No. Well, right. let's do it right now. Like, what? Like, on what authority do you even say, let's do that right now? Right? Well, why is that a priority? And why is that a priority? Now, obviously, my stance is, uh, there's no need to put an emphasis on, on because it's not taking place anymore. Whatever. Okay. And then Andrew, her son, walks up behind me with a pillow. And I'm like, this, like, stop it. Like, this is not, this is, stop. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. And Mike, she full on prayed for me. And it was the weirdest thing ever. And, and laid hands on me. And my body went stiff. And I full on passed out. And she put her hand on my face and she said, speak child. And I, and I prayed in tongues and, it, and, and the same exact time. It was, it was as real as ever. My buddy didn't, it, it didn't, it didn't happen for him. He was like, yeah. he just, it, he didn't, he didn't even fall over. I full on fell over. It was super. And after that moment, there something clicked, something shifted in my consciousness of sin, hearing from God in a different way. Not like an audible voice of God. Some of you guys are going to be like, yeah. you hear an audible voice. No, it wasn't like an audible voice, but there was something different after that moment. And I've prayed in tongues after. It's not- so what's interesting to me, like what's key to me is, um, you know, I experienced this. It was real. Something happened. Something was different. Something, but he can't tell you what. That's what I do not like. Well, and I... I don't like how he said this awareness is sin either. Right. Right. All of a sudden it clicked. Because hold on. I I I don't speak in tongues and I am aware of my sin. Right. So so does that mean that that there would be another level of awareness? Right. Or does that mean that I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's these claims, I, that's not a qualifier. No. These claims of like well, I experienced this, it was different. I don't I don't know what it was. And he kept saying that, like, it's different. I don't know what it was, something. Different from you, what? Different from what? You better be able to tell me. You're claiming these spiritual gifts. Back that up with scripture and tell me what it is. Not feelings. Sure. Do I believe you fell over? I believe you fell over. Sure. Do I believe someone prayed over and that you started speaking Jewish? I believe that. I, I do. Mm-hmm. But what was that? Mm-hmm. Sure. Like that's what I, I don't know why we're chasing that. Interesting. Yeah, um, it is interesting. I'll tell. Well, I'll make a, a definitive statement for the listeners. Did he speak in tongues? No, no, he didn't. The gift of tongues in Scripture is a known language. Every right, time, that's what every I time. Don't understand, man, is you you have these people, and I, I mean, we live in a tiny little town, and and there's people that that are doing this stuff, and 
you know, uh, I think this is maybe where I, I want to be graceful and say, well, are they false teaching? Well, I don't know. I, but, I haven't talked to them. I, I, right. Right. I don't know what emphasis you know what they're putting. But but to your point, there is a biblical context for speaking in tongues. Right. And it was not some BS language. Nope. Pardon the... Pardon the Clashing like a symbol. I mean, right. wasn't that? Right. Something I regularly do. But so that's why in, in my situation... And I don't know how many baptisms are, there are. I mean, you're saying there's two... Ba- I don't know. I don't know what happened. But something <laughs> happened. And I spoke in... See, and I, I'm being judgmental, but I, I don't like the argumentation of, I don't know what happened, but something happened. Well, how do you know that it wasn't bad then? Right. How do you know that that wasn't Satan? How do you not know? I mean, my goodness. Because I could feel it? What? Has that feel? Yeah. Has that feeling ever led you astray? (laughs) Like, dude, and people can, like, make fun and say, I'm being too whatever. No, man, we we need to know. Especially with claims like this. Well, the word of God says that we should test. Spiritual claim, like, we need to know, man. Right. When there's spiritual things like this being thrown around and we just go, oh, that's nice. He felt, he felt something, so it must be real. That's a terrible standard. Please don't live that way. I want to just stand on the word. Dude, oh, man, amen. Tongues, yeah. and all of a sudden, I just, just yeah, it was, it, was, it was bizarre. It was yeah. the weirdest thing that ever happened to me, but it was definitely real, and it was definitely something that was a pivotal change. But, like, my wife has never spoken. I, I, and I'm not, I don't mean to make fun, but it's weird that in his reality now, that's how you can define stuff as real. I don't know what it was. It was something I felt it, and it, but that's how I know it was real. I could, I could convince you I cut a lady in a box in half in front of you then. Well, I've seen your magic, and I... All right, actually, we're pressing on. <laughs> in tongues. I don't think she's a JV Christian because she's never spoken in tongues. Some of my best friends who are an incredible... JV? JV Christian. That's, 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 how, that's how they frame it. It's like, yeah, if you, if you don't speak in tongues, you're kind of a JV Christian, right? Like, yeah. You don't, you don't yeah, have the you full know, okay. gospel or the full... I would agree with that, that the charismatics tend to put so much emphasis on it that if you don't, then you're probably lacking something. Right, yes. Some go so far to say is you're lacking salvation mm. outright. Yeah. Um. But in another sense, they'll say you're lacking something, spiritual growth, maturity, what, fill in the blank. Full Let me just baptism. say this. Is I believe your story. I don't have a theological reason why I can't believe your story. Um, I am slightly, I'm slightly disposed to think that like shaking and losing control and, and pulse, like weird spazzy type behavior, that that doesn't seem like the kind of thing that would be consistent with the work of the spirit. Um, the whole slain in the spirit thing, like passing out, that kind of thing. I, I admittedly go, that seems a little strange to me, but it doesn't mean that it therefore is something God can't do. Okay. I, ah, oh, that's <laughs> come on, man. Right. Well, I do know it's possible through God. So therefore that's probably what it is. I feel like then you're giving liberty to anything because murder, because literally anything is possible with God. Right. He's, right. Right. And, and I'm not, I mean, could God, uh, you know, raise, raise someone from the dead. Yeah. Right. We know right. that is true in scripture, but I'm saying like, could about... he do that right now? Right. Yeah, he could. he could. He could. Absolutely could. But is that, is that my standard of, of accepting say, whatever? Right. Could God make it okay for, well, he can't go against his word. Never mind. That would be a bad example, but 
I just thought aloud. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> and I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> right, there's many things God could do right. that he's currently not doing right now. How do you not have a theological framework to say, yeah, I don't think so, bud? Right. That hurts my head, man. How, how can you say that? Well, his theological, what he's standing on is, well, I guess God could do that, so I guess I can't argue against it. Holy moly. That's... Do That's, we stand on what ifs and, and maybes? Right. Or do we stand on the truth right. of what God has put in his word? That's Man. what we stand on, right? It's scary because now if you could go back to the beginning when he doesn't have a spine to call out false teaching, it, that makes sense. He, he's being consistent. In his mind, who is he to call out something when, well, I guess God could do that. Well, see, the thing is, it's so slick, and this is why it we're is. talking about it. Because it's so slick that it's like, it's just a little bit here, or a little bit, well, God mm-hmm. could, so, you know, Therefore, who am I to say? But is it in the gosh. Word of God? Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, and and I like I, I can appreciate to some degree how he is being very gentle, right? Sure. He's being very gentle, and and you, you might construe that as spineless or what, whatever, but, but he is being gentle to say, like, yeah, I don't. That seems a little out there, sure. but who am I to say? Right. It's just that he <laughs> talks himself into this little safe hole of like, but who am I? Because God could. No one's arguing against that. Yes, God could. God could. Sure. Fill in the blank. That's not enough argument to say, therefore, it is definitely happening. Well, and the guy, the other guy is like, well, it was real. It was real. It was real. But I can't tell you what it was. Right. Well, no one say, I mean, surely you, I mean, you fell or you, you know, whatever. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Now I'm not making fun of them when I'm about to say what I'm about to say. I'm truly, let's, let's entertain their losing control of the body and all this stuff, whatever. Um, how do I know as a Christian then when I'm out in the yard and I'm walking or whatever or up and downstairs and I fall, how do I know that wasn't just moving of the spirit? I was being slain in the spirit. It sounds like I'm making fun. I'm I'm really not. I think you are. I'm <laughs> You are, aren't you? I'm doing two things at the same time. Wow, Joseph. But how do I not know? How do I know? It felt real. That you just fell yeah. randomly? I mean can't, can't I get it up can't and I'm be like like you're clumsy? Okay, so if everyone's like that, you're all clumsy, fresh pair of feet, and I'm like, no, 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 I was being slain. <laughs> Shut up, guys. Okay, let me ask you this. Or, you and, can't and argue against this, it. I have probably an impossible hypothetical. Okay. Okay. What has anyone, and maybe we need the listeners to help us do this, but has anyone ever been in a, let's just say conservative or, or just a normal, normal sort of church service and fallen out like that because they were slain in the spirit? <laughs> I get, right? what, I get, I get it, what you're or is there asking. Is a build up. There's build up. always this build it's up, this, this sort of right. pretense, and this in those scenarios right. where it's taking place. Right, I, I'm with you. So, because the thing is, is that if it is only in those situations, does that mean that the spirit is only in those places? Right, or does it mean that you know the other places again are lacking? Would, spirit, right, I'm lacking. Fill in the blank. Or, I mean, why is that? I don't know. Because you would think if that is a real thing, that it would happen in both yeah. places. Right? Well, we can safely say there are some charismatics that would say, no, yeah, your church must be dead. You must all be non-believers. Uh, you're probably not even saved because there's no no spirit movement going on, no speaking in tongues, no healing. 
There are some that would go that far to say that. Not all of them, but I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I feel like the this that seems so weird, right? <laughs> it's weird, but they can feel it. So who are you to say God could do it? <sighs> God could allow me to travel through time. So how how do you know he's not doing that? Get out of the scripture. I don't know what you think you're looking up. You want to look something up and I'll continue the video? Yeah, go ahead. Man. Okay. So I, I hear your story and I go, I, I don't have a good enough reason to just discount everything you've said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to trust that. I've, I've, and I've spoken in tongues, not with interpretation, but in a way that was very powerful in my life and mm-hmm. very needful in the moment mm-hmm. with real spiritual blessing and benefit that happened right then at the time. And- I want to know what that means. And, you know, to be fair, we, I don't have him on our show to ask him, but to say I spoke in tongues without an interpretation, therefore, I, you know, I don't even know what it said, meant or anything, but it, it, it was a blessing in the moment. I just don't know what that means. And so, but at the same time, when I've, when I've had people ask me, like I've, I've I was critis- criticizing and understandably, and I think rightly a charismatic leader for some things he did. And he, we, me and him got on the phone and he asks me, do you speak in tongues? <laughs> and you know why he's asking me that, right? Oh, cause he, yeah. Are you, are you a JV Christian or not? But see, it's interesting. He's making fun of that, but that's, that's what happened. Right, because if you if you're not on the same level, you're not going to understand, and I can't. Right, you know we can't even have this conversation. I think the thing that that sort of grinds my gears a little bit is that you read through the epistles, and so much of the emphasis is, I mean, it's dependent upon Christ, right, and what He did, being renewed in that, yes, in that. Right. And then you go to like Second Peter and you know, Second Peter chapter one, and it talks for this very, very reason. And that's just Peter's already built a case. I mean, it's fantastic. And you know, we don't have the time to get into that. But uh for this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and with virtue knowledge and with knowledge self-control and self-control steadfastness and steadfastness godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and increasing and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective and unfruitful in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whoever lacks these qualities is nearsighted and that he is blind and has forgotten uh, that he has been cleansed from his former sins. And he goes on to talk about, you know, calling an election and all this and that. Sure. But you never once heard in there, grow in the spirit or, or any of those right, things, right. right? Be disciplined to that. Speak in more tongues right, and, right, right. and flail on the ground and act yep. like an idiot. None of those things. No, that was in there. And, and I'm, and I'm, I'm not going to apologize for being passionate about this because the thing is, is that this type of stuff is leading people astray. Yes. And that is my issue Yes, because we're not playing games that we're talking about souls here. Now they're having this candid conversation and I can appreciate that. And I'm not questioning their salvation. None of those things. That's not where we're at. But I'm saying that this, this emotionalism and all this stuff like that, this nonsense, man, Mm -hmm. that's not what we should be aiming for. That should not be the emphasis of our growth finger quotes. No. Why would that be? Why? Because, okay. If, if we could, well, they do. I mean, but how do you measure that? What's the standard? How much tongues do I have to be until I know I'm sanctified or more sanctified? How much flailing about do I have to do to know that I am more mature in the spirit? Like what? None, because that's not the measure. No. Sorry. Yeah. Are you JV Christian? Yeah. And so I just told him, I said, 
I think it's abusive that you even just asked me that. <laughs> yeah. And I could say yes. Now, I don't understand. I could justify that question. I don't know how he justifies that question. Yeah, because he, if he's partaking, he in those- admits that he does. Right. So why is that abusive that he asked him that? I- <laughs> it, to me, it's playing both sides of the fence. Like, I, I like, dude, stand on something and have some conviction about it. Like, but that's a, I, I would say that if you asked me, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> but I don't understand why he, that's his response. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, I feel like that's more of like, oh, I'm offended, right? That you would ask that as if A, a it's obviously I do, or B, um, that's not, what, what does that matter? Yeah. I, it's, it's weak. I don't, I don't hmm. like it. Whatever. Yeah, I have, but I do think it's abusive. And, yeah. I, and whenever it's a test, if someone asks me if I speak in tongues and it's a test, oh, I'm yeah. going to say, I'm not answering you because mm. I'm not going to propagate that kind of abuse of believers the anxiety it creates for like people oh, like yeah. your wife or something is yeah. is really unhealthy give mike a sub if you yeah yeah that's that video so mm-hmm. interesting stuff uh yeah for those who, who don't know I, I don't know if we did a full episode on cessationism or if we just mentioned it i feel like you know what i feel like it was one of those challenges we told people to share and we didn't get enough and we never did a full episode on that topic oh, specifically yeah. Yeah, yeah so i think i mean i I would, I would dig into it because yeah. I feel like there's a part of me that might take uh, sort of this approach, a similar approach, maybe that I even just critiqued in in saying that God could, and so yeah, yeah. you know, I, I think God could. Uh, I feel like if I'm a cessationist, I might it may be in a begrudging fashion to some degree, right? Yeah. I, I've so for the listeners, I would absolutely say I am cessationist. I feel like Chris would go, I'm cessationist, but God could still heal. I feel like well, you, see, I, I feel like that, you feel the need to have to throw that in there. No, God, God can see. Yes. That's where I feel like I am. Or, I'm definitely um, more God of a cessationist. Still, God still does heal. No, God does. That does, does. That's not cessation. Cessation being a cessationist would be that a, a person doesn't right, have that gift right, to do that. Right, right. I agree with you. Oh, okay. Because that's I thought, I thought that you is had biblical. To... No, no, no. I'm saying that that I I would begrudgingly say that could God give the a bit that ability to oh, okay, someone? Okay, okay. Yeah. And I want to say. Yes. Well, clearly, right? yeah. But, God could do it. Yeah. Sure, sure. But but as I just critiqued, or we just critiqued, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> you know maybe a terrible stance because <laughs> God can. Yeah. Sure. But does He? Well, ugh. is that taking place right now? Sure. I and, will say I'm a cessationist. No, there is no walking person on the earth right now with the gift of healing. And when I say that, I mean this person can intentionally go up to someone, heal full healing, walk away, on call, drop a hat. No, that's not going on today. Speaking in tongues. See, Chris is. I think we might have like a disagreement. I'm, I feel I'm, like I don't, I'm confident saying I'm cessationist. Those yeah. gifts, cease. and I think that maybe that's more of the the finger quotes disagreement. Is that I don't know that I feel super firm. Yeah, yeah. Although, but I would openly admit that I a do not speak in tongues, nor have I ever seen an individual do the, you know, a sign and wonder. Mm-hmm. And I would also, uh, say that, uh, 
from a biblical perspective, you know, the purpose, there is a specific purpose for the sign gifts and that was to affirm the man of God. So, so that's why I would lean in your direction and say, yeah, there's no need for that because we have the spirit of God. There's no need. And we have the word of God. We don't need to have this affirmation that this is a, Oh, this is the man of God. This is how we identify him. We don't need to do that anymore. Because we have the Spirit right. residing in us, and we have the Word. Man, how how could a we're gonna sound like a broken? How could a Calvinist be a cessationist then? Because the stance of cessationism is that those ceased because there was a time and a place for them to mm-hmm. bring in right signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. So how can the Calvinist say, yeah, there was a time and a place for those things when the Calvinist believes you cannot use anything to persuade man? Hmm. Why would those make a difference? In- well, I think the Calvinists would have the strongest argument then, right? Because we can't convince man. Right. But I, then to the Calvinists, I'd say, well, then why did God even bring those signs and wonders oh, that's at all? Ah. That's my question. Hmm. Good point. Thank you very much. Chris. I don't know that I don't have an answer. I feel like yeah. that, that's a, you make it good, a good, uh, good point. Would you say I make a great point? Uh, I feel like I am ill-qualified to say that you have made a great point. Okay, that's fair. I ask a lot. How about this one? Would you say I made the perfect point? Again, perfect would be beyond my scope okay. to say. So, so I, I would say I'm hardcore. Uh, I'm firm on saying I'm a cessationist, but you seem to want to do the like finger quotes like, eh, we got to flesh it out. Um, so then do you have a bit a, – um, an argument against the fellows we just listened to. Cause you seem pretty agreeable with me and saying, no, 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 that, that didn't happen. Do I have an argument against what they're saying? Yeah. Or are you going, well, cause it's for a moment, it sounds like you're kind of like Mike and going, well, God could though. So maybe they are speaking. In well, tongues. as far as speaking in tongues, I feel like that's one for me that I, I feel like I, and again, and I might be an error here, but <laughs> Um, I feel like I've, I guess I've always sort of put that sort of in its own little category and I don't know that that's right. Mm-hmm. Now there's obviously a biblical context to that, sure. but to me that is different than, and may, and again, this is why I might be an error. I don't look at that as a signed gift because the, the assumption is, is that, oh, he speaks in tongues, this would be a sign of this is this man is a man of God. Because then you could say, yeah, if you don't, you're a JV Christian, as those folks mm, mm. said, right? Sure. Now, you can't, to heal someone or to prophesy or to do something, mm. a sign mm. gift like that, yeah, that's clear, man. That's not, and again, you wouldn't say, oh, I'm a JV Christian because I can't do that. <laughs> right, but I'm right. saying that that would affirm that this individual is right. sent by God to do this. Yeah. I don't look at tongues that way at all. That's interesting. So you, huh, I didn't so know that I, about And you. again, I don't speak in tongues, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, that, and again, There's that might be. There's a slight distinction for you on, on tongues. There is that for you're making. And I don't know if that's. Is it because of, um. Like prayer language, speaking of angels, is that is that why you're kind of like, oh man, I don't know. Maybe, okay. maybe. I I, if I if I'm being completely honest, I that's I'm, and I don't know that I'm justifying because I I feel like there is a lot of wonky stuff out there, mm-hmm. and there are times where it is done 
and I've been in a church where it's done, it, it was done in a very unbiblical, unbiblical fashion. Yeah. And so, so I am very cautious about that stuff and I'm very, and, and I want to say probably even a little critical, right? Sure. So. Okay. How about this? Let's agree then. How, uh, is there any, is there any modern prophets? No. Absolutely. Okay, well, that was an easy one. Yeah. No, no, mo- there's no, uh, no more prophecy. There's no more special revelation that we need. We have his word. Okay, now, how do you reconcile uh, in Scripture where it talks about in the end times, or, you know, it, it talks about people prophesying? Children, uh, like with dreams? Now, uh, prophesying. Mm, see, that's I'm a little fuzzy. Does it say prophesying, or is it the dreams? Because I've seen people argue both. Well, I, guess. I know. I, I just want to be clear. I, I thought in the end, um, oh, gosh. In the end times, people will. This is really good uh, content for the episode. This is us just looking it up. So in Acts, your sons and daughters will prophesy, but that's. Acts is very specific too, who that's to. I guess you let me know what you find. Probably something. Acts 2.17? Yep. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it says prophesy in the mm-hmm. last days. Uh, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people, and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I do have to wrestle that because I guess for that one, I'm just going to pull my all millennial card and say, that was the end times there. And yeah, you don't like that. Uh, I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, and Joel two twenty eight. And afterward, I will pour out my spirit and all on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, and your old men will dream yeah, dreams, dreams, and your young dreams. men will see uh, see visions. So I guess same thing. But. I guess I didn't know about that one in Joel. I did know the one in Acts. Yeah. Well, I'll have to wrestle with that one, huh? Maybe we should do an episode on cessationism. That'd be a good one. Um. Cause I'll tell you what, man, I get a lot of, not a lot, but some, um, of people asking me, like when we bring up a term, cessationism or Calvinism or whatever, I have people straight up ask me like, Hey, what does that word mean? And uh-huh. we've done a full episode using it. And so it's like, man, how many times are we losing people? Cause they just don't even know like the word where you, like we could be using a made up gobbledygook word. When I feel like that, I think that, I, or I guess I'm going to speak for myself. I am so, <laughs> uh, uh, man, I'm so uneducated. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not a smart guy. Sure. And so I guess if, if I do come across that 10 cent word, I, for me, it's simple, right? Because, and I'm a simple guy. So I guess I, I don't really, I haven't thought about that much to be honest yeah. with you. So no, I just, uh, I, and it's not having a lot, but I have had people do that where they're like, Hey, what, what does that word mean? So I don't know. It'd be fun. Well, to have... But then that's when you pull out your little pin on your project protector. <laughs> well guys, oh. yeah, let me uh, explain it to you. Uh, See, uh, the root there uh, comes from the uh, Greek and uh, the yeah. etymology of cessationism isn't, but... no, I ain't going to tell you that. Um, so the uh, Acts two seventeen, it is a reference to, uh, Old Testament scripture. That's that is what Peter is referencing. He is saying, "Remember this passage from Old Joel," and uh, I would have to I would have to say that that I believe him in the last days. But 
are the last days the days? I, that's a, that's a term I wrestle with in scripture. The last days. That's when I go back. Oh my gosh, Chris is firing me because you could say it's the last days as in like the end times, or it's the last days as in well where Axe was clearly at. I I don't know. <clears throat> well, I to me what you would need to boil it down to is what is the purpose of the gifts. Yes. So yeah. right, like that's sort of the beginning and the end of of understanding, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my so, big, big take on them. So I think that that would be, you know, if we got into it, that's where we would need to go because yeah. you can't I mean, if if you can understand that, what is the purpose of the mm-hmm. gifts? Yes. Because that was for me the big learning thing. Um gosh, it was probably like 2 or 3 years ago at this point when I didn't know about the gifts. I thought, "Man, how do they still go on? I don't know. I've never looked into it." Heard about cessationism. Um, that for me was key, understanding what was the point of those things. Because outside of that, I didn't know what the point was. I thought, oh, you become a Christian, you get some really cool uh superpowers. superpowers yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I just couldn't explain or or what. They're just for fun. No, there's a there's a biblical reason, a usage, and a time. Mm-hmm. And once you get that, then you go, Oh, well, that's done then. That took place. There there is no need for that stuff because we have enough revelation in his written word. That's how he speaks to us now. So what do you say to the person that's listening that is is chasing after those things or oh, or, or has that sort of as a standard of mm-hmm. their walk? I mean, what what do you say to them? I'd say let's let's do an episode on cessationism then. Well, I shouldn't say it's on that. Let's do an episode on the spiritual the signs and wonders. Sure. We could do that. Yeah. Not on the term, but on those. Because with that, we can define what they were for. What are they? By the way, fun fact, I feel like a lot of people don't, Christians, I feel like a lot of Christians don't even know what the signs and and gifts were. Like tongues. Take Mm -hmm. tongues, for instance. Mm -hmm. Not how Scripture describes them at all. Right. Yeah. So we have a big problem because now you don't even know what the gift is and you're claiming you have it. That's an issue. It's so weird. Dude, I'm with you, man. Um. Didn't that start in uh, Topeka? I thought we learned that. Uh, like the charismatic? The, the the blubbering tongues. Oh, I, I'm not sure on that. Yeah, well, and I could be wrong, but the story I was told, well, it was a female pastor who was an alcoholic and put on a show and was like, this is a spiritual gift, and it really caught on. And I should probably look that up. I don't want to blab that out as, as truth. Uh, I'm CNN, so it might be true, might not be true. Until yeah. we, we find out otherwise, well, it's probably true. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, anyhow, um, hour and a half. Anything else you want to cover? Kick? Am I fired? No. <clears throat> oh, dude. I feel like it's. It seems like it's been a long time, but it's not been that long <laughs> since you came through in the clutch. And ate that rabbit poop. Gosh. You know, some of my students were like, did you really swallow that? Did you wash your mouth? And I'm like, no, you don't don't need to worry about it. (laughs) Nope. Papa delivered. Okay. Let's just say that. That was fun. Um, I'm scared to come up with another challenge for the listeners. Maybe we should give a little time. Give me a little time. Give it a little time. Oh, now everyone can be supportive when I have to freaking eat rabbit poo. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, 
Anyhow, okay. If there's nothing else, um, no, that was fun, man. Because I know we wanted to talk about some kind of current relative, rel- what am I trying to think of? Relative stuff. Yeah. But anyhow, appreciate well, the video. I, w- I would ask maybe mm-hmm. if the listeners, I mean, uh, we want to engage you where you're at. And so this is sort of off the, off the cuff here, but, um, if you, if there is a preacher, a teacher, a video, uh, whatever, uh, that you've come across that you're wondering about, or you're like, man, I would like their analysis or, or what, what their take on it, oh, whatever, yeah. you know, man, send it, send us the, send us that, right? Like, like get a hold of us. We would be more than willing to do that. I, the thing is, is that we love doing this and, um, we could probably just sit and talk about all sorts of nerdy little things or things that interest us. Uh, but the truth is, is that we want to stand on the word of God, but we want mm-hmm. to meet you, the listener, right where you're at. That's important. And there, there are a lot of, you know, current events and there are a lot of, uh, preachers out there that, that we would disagree with or even agree with whatever. Um, or there are things out there that, that are leading the church astray that we want to address. Um, but those things might not be stuff that, that you're necessarily interested in and we'll probably sure. still talk about it. But, but that being said, if there are things that you're interested in, we want to know that. And yeah, we'd like to engage. Right. Yeah. Um, man, cause I, I do know some of the listeners, uh, share stuff and talk about stuff where it's like, it lights you up or you go, man, I can't believe this pastor said this, whatever. Mm-hmm. Shoot it our way. We'd love to commentate and talk about it on, on the air. Yeah. That'd be fun, man. Absolutely. Um, again, any questions, uh, comments, hit us up. Uh, if we're using terms that we're throwing out and you don't get, hit us up. Uh, we'll probably plan on doing an episode maybe on the the signs and wonders. Not, I don't know if anytime soon, but maybe down the road we'll do, yeah. do one. Um, we're kind of s- rambling because I, I, Chris and I, there, there's so many topics that we want to talk about, especially like current stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's tough to pick and choose what we we squeeze in an episode. So when I, I feel like lately too, man, we've been, oh been my blessed gosh. by having, having several guests on, which has been really cool. Fun. It's been really fun. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Uh, it was awesome having your dad on. I enjoyed that so much. I did too. That was, it was know, good. It was, it was fun. I listened to the episodes, you know, because in the middle of the conversation, oftentimes, you know, you're trying to be attentive to it and you know, all that. Um, and I, I, so I enjoy listening to the episodes. Yes. Um, typically critiquing my, my silliness or whatever. Just taking but, notes. Um, but that was a fun one to listen to, man. Yeah. Because it's so cool how sixty five years and dang different guy. Pretty like, wild. That's, right? Yeah, that's it's amazing. It really well, is. If anyone, I'm assuming everyone knows this. When uh, you know. 20 years of doing a bad habit, it's hard to break. Right, right? sure. Um, 65 years of being who you are, set in your ways, to act any other way is only spiritual. That is only from God. That is not a man going, you know, I better churn some things around on my own. Right, because most guys at that age are like, you better this, like this me or, yeah, right. get down the road. Like, right. Yeah. So and I'm sure uh, his attitude prior to was that, right? Like, yeah. so I am. Yeah. You don't like it. Oh, and problem. he would have told you that too. He's like, yeah, get, be with me or get out of my way. Like, I'm, I don't have time to waste on you. Sure. Yeah. So, no, to see a guy like that, be humbled. And then, and then, uh, um, you know what? I felt like we didn't get enough of, I, I think it was a little bit, but 
my dad is one of those guys who is very um a thousand percent in on whatever he does mm-hmm. and so it's a joy oh my gosh it's a joy to see a person like that become a christian because mm-hmm. he has that same ethic about god and his word sure he is he has no time for this like half church leaders teach i mean anything he's like why are we half in this why 99% why are we not 100% i mean he's he's very like 100% or get out of the way yeah it's good that it's is pretty good that yeah that's good very cool i dig it man anyhow uh brothers and sisters again comment like share we want to hear from you uh share videos we'll try to remember to put the link in this one in the description so if you wanted to watch it you can I'm not poo-pooing all their stuff. It's just that one specific video stuck out to me, and I said, man, let's let's commentate on it. Mm-hmm. So that's all that is. Well, uh, one more thing. I just wanted to throw this out there. Uh, <clears throat> folks, let's, if we could ask, uh, you know, we, we con- constantly need prayer. All of us do, you know, for sure. Uh, we would ask that you would pray for true discussion, right? They, for God's yeah. leading, uh, for God's blessing, uh, we, we want to be an effective ministry. Uh, there are a couple of ministries I wanted to, to just remind you of. We've had Hope's Place on uh, the episode a few months back, and, and there's some really cool stuff going on out there. Uh, remember them. Remember them in your prayers. Uh, remember them if, you, if you're wanting to volunteer. They, they, I know that they're in need of volunteers, um, and, and they're continuing construction um, as they're... As they're moving into like a, like a full on clinic, man, they got an ultrasound machine. It's, it's awesome. God is doing some amazing things there. Um, remember them. The other one I wanted to throw out real quick is, is, uh, the teen challenge, the victory house, uh, over in Brewster, Jonathan Moore, uh, and, and the staff there and, and the young ladies there, uh, lift them up in prayer. Um, mm-hmm. they, they're always in need of, of help. Um, whether that be monetary stuff or or just engagement uh, with the the gals, uh, they, they have needs there, um, and I think that they're pretty good about posting that stuff on their website. So um, remember them, remember them in your prayers. Uh, these are these are ministries that you can engage, right? Like if you're looking for a way to be a blessing, be a blessing. There's opportunity uh, every day, and so those are just a couple that I wanted to to remind you guys of. Yeah, man. There you go. Uh, you heard it from the uh, the precious and feminine and no, no, soft no, 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 Chris no, no, Douglas. No. Thank you, Chris, for coming on and speaking. All right, brothers and sisters, again, it has been a joy and a blessing. Um, this has been another episode of True Discussion. Until next time, God bless. God bless. Okay, but honestly, is Chris the daintiest host or what?